A century after Lenin's death, the Platypus Affiliated Society aims to critically examine the legacy of the failure of world revolution. Our sixth annual European conference on the topic What is Left 100 Years After Lenin will take place in Berlin from the 25th until the 27th of January 2024. The conference provides the time to reflect on a nightmare of the 20th century through teach-ins, panel discussions and presentations by international leftist organizations. We hope thus to contribute to overcoming the present obstacles to any future emancipatory left. What you're about to hear is a short interview with our Berlin-based members Jakob and Tamas on the questions and ideas behind the conference. All relevant information about the exact time and place of the conference and all its events can be found on our website, that is platypus followed by the numerals 1917.org. My name is Andreas and I'm one of the co-hosts of Shit Platypus Says. Let's go. Hey guys. Hello. Hi. Hey, so I'm here uh, today with uh, our two Berlin-based uh, members, Tamas and Jakob. And we're going to talk about, briefly introduce the uh, European conference, the sixth uh, Platypus European conference, taking place in Berlin um, from the 25th till the 27th of January. To start us off, could you guys give us a, a quick overview of... Um, the events that uh, we're gonna host, um, also of the topic, yeah. So what 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 is uh, awaiting what is waiting for us in Berlin? Yeah, basically we we decided on the last um, weekend of January, um, and most of the events are centered around Friday and Saturday. But we do have um, a teaching to kick it all off on Thursday about Lenin's Marxist critique of Marxism. Yeah, D.L. Jacobs has done this uh, uh, teaching before. I, I'm not sure if it'll be updated for this, but essentially it's about, you could say the, the, the critique that Marxism has of socialism. So maybe trying to tease out the difference between what Lenin saw as his task, uh, that's, that's perhaps something else than leftist organizations just uh, upholding socialism. That maybe there's something, um, a critical function of Marxism that tries to see how how socialism might not have just been um, bettering the, the the conditions of the working class or even pushing politics to the left or whatever conception of politics the left might have today, but the, the kind of historical perspective of Marxism. And then Friday, we start off with a teaching on Gramsci. Um, this has been discussed by a lot of our German members that Gramsci seems to be in the air. It seems to be a way for people to actually take up Lenin, but but in kind of a, a modified form. And so two of our members will, will will look at Gramsci. Again, I'm not sure the complete content. It, it might be partially historical and partially taking up the left's concern today, but that should be interesting. Then we have various presentations by um, leftist organizations that we've invited. So partially some of them are other ones that are going to be speaking on our panels and partially they're just invited to come and present themselves, uh, which is always nice, I think, especially at the beginning of the, the conference to see what's in the air, who's around, what kind of conversations we can expect to have um, and to get the, the organizations to present themselves uh, kind of 
without a prompt, without a certain question, and be able to uh, ask questions of them uh, from the audience, I think, which which ends up being a, a, a quite good discussion. And then the last event on Friday will be a panel discussion in German. This title, I'll just translate it to English. It's the um, crisis in the Crisis in social, Socialism, Revisionism, and Anti-Revisionism. Jakob, you can correct that if you'd like to. But uh, essentially, this was a panel that we had uh, put together uh, around Maoism. It was partially an attempt to repeat the um, the convention panel that we had in Chicago 2023 uh, on Maoism. And it's, it's essentially a modified form of that, dealing not only with Maoism, but this category of revisionism, which we thought would maybe broaden the discussion. Specifically, I think Maoism was, was discussed because of its influence on the German left. Uh, one of the ways that this has been uh, a shorthand for this might be that in the U.S., Trotskyism in the the new left was kind of the dominant uh, Marxist tendency. So uh, uh, Trotskyists had a had a large influence on the kind of Marxist understanding of the the new left. Comparably, in Germany, we could say that Maoism played this part, and there's also uh, plenty of of. Yeah, still existing uh, organizations that that are consciously Maoist that really um, take their their theory from from this uh, tradition, and so we wanted to kind of question that, see if there's disagreements within that, and uh, yeah, go from there. Also, like a new, also like a lot of newly uh, emerging um, organizations right now, right? I mean, uh, I think Chris Catrone has put it um, on one of his recent uh, appearances um, in the Catrone Zone that we are in Red Guard cultural revolution mode lately. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Um, it, it, it seems to be um, that after this moment of the millennial left, which we um, tried to capture in Platypus in very different ways, a way that now people become leftists, Zoomers maybe, seems to be as Maoists and through Maoist terms, uh, through certain also sorts of Maoist organizations to like smaller uh, red groups which don't want to be a party like uh, many millennial left projects want to be. And so also those sort of questions like the question of revisionism seem to reappear on the left which, like, those terms weren't that important to the millennial left, I think. Also this history, the 70s, although maybe unconsciously important for how they became leftist, in a conscious way was not not one of the questions that people thought about a lot. People thought about, I don't know, the beginning of the 20th century, for example, about Kautsky, um, about the old SPD. And it seems to, at least to me, um, that the imagination of the left is shifting, shifting towards this more clearly new left Maoism moment, uh, and yeah, we will try to on on this panel to uh, make a conversation possibly between different generations, between members of older um, projects, so to say, and newer projects with people who lived through um, the classical Maoist moment and and people who are living through this Maoist moment now. And also, of course, to bring up a critical perspective on that, maybe from a Trotskyist point of view, from people who, like Tamás said, Trotskyists and Maoists were both major parts of the radical new left, so to say. And this will be interesting to also see how this discussion um, will look at our historical moment now. 
Right, right. So this is the panel on Friday night, right? How's it going? Like, what's going on on Saturday then? Saturday, we are beginning with a panel discussion at 11. So we got a, a panel in the morning called Building a Marxist Mass Party Anew. And Jakob sort of just alluded to this, that there's been actually quite a, a uh, an effort to rediscover what a Marxist mass party would mean uh, in the present. Uh, I think some of it has been influenced by Mike McNair's revolutionary strategy, but not exclusively. But the idea was to to get some of these symptoms together in the room to to see what's happened in the last, you could say, 15 years, you could say last 10 years. Specifically, what I'm referring to is this kind of Kautskyan model of a mass party that historical Marxist social democracy sort of assumed, whether this is possible or not, and what has been the kind of historical judgment of this millennial generation that's tried to do such a project. Then, in the meantime, we have a um, a teaching on Marcuse, defended against his devotees. Um, this is a uh, an effort to to bring in the legacy of the Frankfurt School of Critical Theory, also to deal with the new left and the the new left taking up historical Marxism, because Marx Marcuse uh, has been, um, of course, distanced from critical theory or from the Frankfurt School in a certain way. Uh, he seems to be closer to the cultural turn of the new left. He seems to be open to the student revolts in a way that Adorno, Horkheimer were allegedly not. And and I think it's a way to work through the uh, the transmission of Marxism through the new left up to our present day. And then for the kind of capstone of the conference is a panel discussion in English called The Legacy of Lenin which uh, is, is a, an attempt to deal with Lenin sort of head on. Um, we, we start with a quote from Lukács. Uh, so this also kind of refers back to our convention theme uh, in 2023, history and class consciousness. And, and already there, uh, um, there was a question of the death of Lenin actually being a, a profound confusion on the left um, and and that still perhaps hasn't been digested or uh, adequately thought through. And so we're attempting to pose the question in these, this broad historical term, in addition to everything that's already been laid on the table by the conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and maybe just to make this uh, explicit, the conference is titled 100 Years After Lenin to commemorate, as Thomas said, uh, the death of Lenin in 1924, um, which we think will be a topic that will be discussed on the left in the next year. Um, or if it won't be discussed, it's also peculiar. Um, and then we want to talk about that, um, why that is happening, why this maybe doesn't mean anything to anyone. And I guess that all of the different questions we ask on the conference, all the different topics of panels um, and workshops and teachings connect to this question which comes out of the 100 years after Lenin, which maybe is the question of Leninism, like the thing that became of Lenin after his death, which in its various sorts and variations dominated thinking on the left throughout those 100 years and which always was a reference point for leftists. Either they became Leninists or they were anti-Leninists or they tried to understand what even Leninism could mean to them, what Lenin could mean to them 
for example, we have, for example, the question of Maoism is, in a way, the question of Leninism. The question of revisionism is the question of Leninism. But also the question of the party, which the millennials asked themselves, was, in a way, the question of Leninism. All those, all those moments in the last hundred years which, which point back to the beginning of the 20th century and to old social democracy and to Lenin as the combination of old social democracy, if you want. So I think it's what we always try to work through. And it, we tried with this conference to understand what in our moment, yeah, what can be said of this, how, how, how the left how the left sees those 100 years at this moment, how it looks through, on the one hand, the specter of a failed millennial left, on the other hand, through a specter of a new left, which still hasn't properly been worked through up to today. Um, and I think that could be very interesting. Just to zoom out a bit again, I mean, this is our sixth European conference. Like, could you guys... Mm, tell us something like why are we hosting these these European conferences? I mean, we have our like Platypus as, or, as an organization has its annual um, international convention in Chicago, and since then we also have like uh, these uh, regional conferences. So, what do you think is like the aim of of um, having this regional European conference? Okay, one thing that's become clear for me is that. We are in very different contexts in the U.S. and in Germany. I moved here in 2020, and uh, there are certain things which appear like polar opposites that the left in both places will will just take for granted completely different things. And on the other hand, there seems to be a through line as well. And I think Platypus wants to hold both of these in mind. And I think one of the ways that history is mediated for the entire global universal historical left is through the specter of Lenin. And so this was a way to kind of grasp that. Uh, I think this is what Jakob was just saying, that there's an unconscious influence of Lenin on the entire left, including, of course, the anarchist, the radlib, the Stalinist, the whatever. There's a very deep kind of aversion or attraction to Lenin. <clears throat> and what Platypus wants to do is to at least make this conscious and to say, okay, It's not, it's not that everyone has to agree with Lenin, it's that everyone has to deal with or, or work through what Lenin at least put forward or, or uh, uh, attempted to do in his own thinking. And to see the specific geographical historical context of how this process of mediation uh, takes place in Europe, um, I think that was one aim of the conference. Uh, so so the the different kind of historical timelines that Jakob also just sort of alluded to, one being the, we could say, purely historical, this kind of century-long uh, look back at Lenin, one being the way that the new left itself attempted to digest and perhaps transform Lenin and Leninism, and then most recently the millennial left's experience of mass politics Kautskyan, social democratic forms of uh, politics. Uh, so to, to foreground Lenin um, within the European con context, which of course saw Syriza, Podemos, Momentum, 
Die Linke, we should not forget, there, there's a long history of uh, traditional leftism, so of Leninism, Trotskyism, and Maoism that, that uh, is in play here, which is actually being forgotten. It's being suppressed. And for this one specifically, at least that's what I would respond, is that this, this uh, conference attempts to do that consciously. Yeah. And maybe to also just bring up another maybe smaller point, it's that we in Platypus is a global organization and those European conferences give us the opportunity to see each other here in Europe to maybe uh, also bring some topics that will come up here in a specific way. The new left in Germany, for example, was different from the one in the US, as Tamas already referenced. Maoism played mm. a different role in a way in Germany than it played in the US. And I think those European conferences give us, give us the chance to maybe focus um, a bit in a different way than we do at the convention, but still keep up the international character of the project and still have a conversation on those specific topics uh, going on, but in global terms um, and as an organization. And I think that will be really important at the conference to, because it will also be the chance to reflect together, to talk about things with Padipus people coming, with leftists from Berlin coming, with our guests who we invited um, to have like in a sort of kind of global conversation about the history of the left with a specific focus maybe on Europe, on Germany, and those phenomena which appear here. If I could just say something more provocative, it's actually, I know platypus is often misread as being wreckers or something, but I would say that this is quite straightforwardly also a way to construct a European left, especially after Brexit, especially after, I mean, just meaning the, the German left doesn't talk to the French left, the French left doesn't talk to the English left. It just, it, it truly is fractured at a practical level. And what we're trying to do is at least in thought, think about what a European left would be or what would it need to do? What would it need to confront in order to become a European left? And I think this is the reason we have the workshops. This is the reason that the entire thing is free and open to the public is that we want actually to invite all the left in Europe to think about what it would mean to think of ourselves as a European left. Because I think right now, practically, there's no signs of that. That just doesn't happen. Um, and, and so I just wanted to include that as well. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, certainly the death of the left is a global phenomenon. Uh, do you guys do you guys have any last words you wanna you wanna share with us in preparation for the conference? Anything to add? You know, travel tips for Berlin. <laughs> Maybe to have said it, uh, the conference will be held from the twenty fifth to twenty seventh of January um, in Berlin at Hedwig Domhaus. Um, which is um, part of uh, Humboldt University. Um, all events will be held at the same place. So you won't have any, if you come, you won't have any problems finding us. Um, it's all in Mitte at Friedrichstraße station um, for anyone who wants nice. to come to Berlin. Um, and we will also, of course, have, uh, if you're coming, we'll have social events in the evenings where you can hang out with us, um, have a beer, talk about the day, think about what happened, um, Because this should also be an important part of such a conference, reflecting on what happened, finding a way to think 
through the questions we offer at the conference. Cool. Well, then I guess uh, see you in Berlin. Uh, thanks, Tamas. Thanks, Jakob, so much for, for giving us this brief overview. And yeah, see you soon in Germany. Thank you. Thanks, Andreas. <laughs>